0: Peace everyone. My name is Jasmine and this is my journal. I'm gonna try putting this microphone over here. I hope y'all can still hear me because I noticed that I'm without it, um, it's harder to hear me. i us sit up a little bit too. I hope everyone is doing well. I'm actually doing pretty good. Um this week was it's been a really busy week at work because we're switching systems up. So we're going from one system of charting to another system of charting. And both systems are like night and day. So everyone is having to relearn how to do all of these different systems. So that's what I've been working on. It's mostly work and I'm still doing readings, um, which has kept me pretty busy, which I'm very thankful. And um, the weekend was family filled. I had made a promise to myself a few months ago, that I was going to spend more time with my children and spend more time with my family, my soul is just urging me to do it. For a minute, <laughs> look y'all, for a minute, that I thought I was about to die. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'm about to roll up out of here. <laughs> let me, let me handle this. It might be time for me to go. You know, honestly, a part of me is ready, and I don't say that like. From a depressed point of view or anything like that, I say that because I just, I'm good. If it's time for me to go, I had a good life. You know, I had a wild life. Went through a lot of bad stuff, a lot of good stuff, a lot of great stuff. I just, I'm good. If it's time for me to go, it's time for me to go. I've had every opportunity to make, you know, the best choices that I could. And some of the time I didn't make the best choices that I could, but. Honestly, I think the only thing that really keeps me wanting to be here are my children and this this overwhelming urge to um, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm here to do something. But now I think I'm serving in that purpose. You know, I just think I'm here to help people. So whether I go to work every day and work as a registered nurse taking care of sick people or I talk to people in need every day or, you know, I give readings Or I post something motivational or something silly just to make somebody laugh. I think I'm doing what I'm here to do. So um, helping other people inspires me. This weekend, I had to get my niece. Um, She came to spend the night with me. This is the first time she ever spent the night with me. I got five brothers. And I got two older than me and three younger than me. And one of my brothers, he has one daughter. And they asked me to keep her in... Let me tell y'all something. This little girl whooped my ass. (laughs) I don't know why she chose balance when she seen me. And the funny thing is, she looks just like me. I know my brothers be mad because, you know, it's a love-hate relationship with us. And all their daughters look like me when they born, when they little. (laughs) Like, their daughters look like me more than my daughters look like me. So I know they be mad like, man, you look just like that damn Jazz. If she do, come here, baby. (laughs) But he bought her out to the car. You know, she looked at me and smiled and everything. When I was, then I turned around and drove home. They live right up the street. I pull up to my house. So I go in the car to reach over to um, unbuckle her seatbelt to get her car. Man, she two-piece me in the face. I said, hello. What are you doing? And she just gave me this crazy look. Like, she kind of looked at me like, what you going to do? You know. I don't hit kids no more. It's been a long time since I whooped a child. I don't even yell at my children anymore. I just do petty stuff like take electronics. One time I left my son in his room on nothing but a a, a mattress and a box spring on the floor. He had nothing. No TV, no books, no game, nothing. Just four walls and a box spring and a mattress. So you don't have to hit kids no more. Just take your computers. Take your phones. It'll kill them. Or my kids are outside kids. Tell them they can't go outside Oh, they'll die. But anyhow, back on subject. This girl, she whooped our butts all night. And the crazy part about it was I kept trying to force her to go to bed. I'm like, go to bed. Go to bed. Just go to bed. It was getting late. It was like midnight. I was sleepy. I worked all day. I was like, just go to bed. And she was just up. And then I had to think about it. I'm like, well, she looked like me. She's my niece. So she's related to me somehow. So she's probably stubborn just like I am. So I just let her be. I let her alone. She sat next to me. She kicked. She chilled. She slapped me in the face with the bottle a few times. She stuck her foot in my nose. I mean, she was just she was abusing me, but then maybe about midnight, she just turned over and went to sleep. I didn't have to say anything. The next morning it was all loves and hugs and kisses. We had some eggs, bacon, pancakes and, and toast and we ate good, and she was happy after that. She was just a happy little baby. Uh, no, 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 I take that back. She did throw her sweat in my head. I mean, but we getting there. We getting there. I just need to spend more time with her. So I had her, and then Saturday, after I dropped her off, I got my grandson. Had to see. He had to come see his grandma boy, so I spent some time with him and um, the girls here. And we just kicked it. I think I left for a little bit last night. Where did I go? How do you go somewhere and forget where you went? Oh, goodness. Yesterday left me. I don't know. But this morning, I went to do a little bit of Christmas shopping. Where did I go yesterday? I don't remember where I went. That's crazy. I know I took um my seven-year-old to like a carnival or something. Y'all, I realized i realized I just lost part of yesterday. I don't know where I went. Where do we go? Oh, my goodness. I don't know where I went. (laughs) It wasn't to get food. Where did I go? I did grocery shopping earlier. I don't know where I went, y'all. I don't know. Look, it's starting to pour in. I have worked all weekend. I probably clocked in at a probably 30 hours between Saturday and Sunday, putting in orders, like transferring orders from one system to another. But that's neither here nor there. Anyhow, on to the subject. Hey, y'all, I'm really trying to figure out where the hell I went yesterday. Got in the car. You got to be kidding me. I don't know where I went yesterday. Mm. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to get past that. I remember. And I remember, I'm going to come back on here and be like, ah, that's where I went. But anyhow. After that, um, I was just thinking, I was talking to one of my friends and they were just, he was just telling me, he was like, Jazz, you don't change up. And he was like, you know, the person that I see posting on Facebook, like that's really who you are. And I had to really think about it. I don't know how to be anyone but myself. And anytime I am pushed not to be myself, I feel like I'm boxed in. It becomes a problem. Like even when it comes to like dating in relationships, like you ever dated somebody and they don't like something in particular that you do or the way you act or something that you do, so they try to change it. There's certain things about me that are just very difficult for me to change, and it's it's almost as if I rebel against it, you know. And that's probably why I haven't been successful in that department of life. Um, I'm thinking it is. Because it's suddenly hard to find people to accept me for who I am. And I'm noticing that. Like the fact that I am spiritual or I am a medium and stuff like that, you know. And it's crazy because I get a lot of attention. I have a lot of options. That inbox be jumping. You know what I mean? But it's like people like the idea of me. You know, they like the idea of me. They be thinking I'm some old Erica Badu head wrap wearing. And, light in, and to a degree I am, but I think they pay a the picture of who I am in their head when they see who I really am and what it really is to deal with a psychic medium. Then they be like, well, me, the psychic medium, it would be like, hey, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do that. You know, and I realized that I don't know how to change that. I don't think I want to. And I've come, I'm at peace with it now. For a minute that bothered me. Cause you know, like a guy will date you and they'll know that they'll know that I'm medium. They'll date me. They'll know that I'm medium. But they'll be like, um, I remember one guy told me like, you shouldn't do that in public. You shouldn't do that publicly. Like people say you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't do that. You know, or I had one guy that told me like, yeah, I want to marry you, but you got to get that up, you know. Or people don't understand, like, people might think, uh, well, maybe I am a little crazy. Because, you know, when I read, look, I'm going to let y'all in on, if you haven't been present for me reading, you don't know. But if you dated me before, you've been present for me during the reading. I'm weird when I read, y'all. My face be looking off. My eyes be kind of gone. I pace. So when I'm reading, I'm not sitting still at no at no spot with no incense burning and candles lit. I have to move. So I'm either snapping my fingers, stopping my feet, clicking my tongue like <coughs> I'm walking. or I'm scribbling on paper, but it helps me to see clear. I don't know why it does, but it does. So you, you'll you see me moving. So I'll pace around. Another thing I'll do before reading starts is I'll talk. Well, you think I'm talking to myself, but I'm not really talking to myself because a lot of times. Um, Spirits, they'll come to me before the reading even starts. Sometimes I get, I'll get, I'll get a spirit before the reading's even booked. So, a lot of people don't know how to handle that. Another thing that I tend to do that a lot of people can handle, and I don't blame them. I check it, I will check out on your ass if we're having a conversation and I'm done talking. I will check the fuck out. You know, there's only two people I've ever dealt with. That that that's okay with me doing that. Um, my ex of fourteen years, he just know me. When I check out, he just get quiet, like, okay, she done talking. And you know, and um a guy that I um dated a little bit um earlier this year. Um, a friend of mine. Um he he already with it, but then he kinda spacey too. He be checking out too. I think he's a medium. I know he's definitely intuitive, he's definitely spiritual, but I think he has those gifts. I think he's more gifted than what he thinks he is, but we're not, we ain't, we ain't talking about him today. Shout out to him, you know who you are, and I know you be listening. Hey, but anyhow, um, I be doing weird stuff, so like somebody got to accept me for my weirdness. Another thing is, I ain't gonna hold y'all, I be all over the place, I am pulled a thousand directions every day and honestly, as I'm getting older, I'm getting tired of it, and that's probably why I'm getting tired of um, giving the readings, because, um, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I got to get the kids up, I got to get them going, and then when I go to work, I'm a manager at my job, so all day is jazz, 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 I call your office, jazz, check your emails, jazz, where you at, jazz, what you doing, jazz, this, jazz, that, jazz, that, jazz, that, 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 jazz, meeting here, meeting there, this family want to talk to you, this family's not happy with you, this patient over here is mad, This is a, it, it, it's all day, and then when I get home, it's mom, 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 and then my phone is ringing. Oh my god, just my boyfriend broke up with me. Oh my god, just man, I lost my job. Oh my god, blah, blah. oh my god, are you good news? Oh my god, are you booking any ready? It is all day for me, and then on top of that, three days a week I go work out because I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> okay. you know, it's starting to look kind of good. I ain't tell y'all I've been working out, like, working out. I did some before and after pictures. I took a picture October 31st and I took one the other day. Now look. It ain't really showing on the scale. I'm still kind of like 200. but this 200, the little waist starting to go. I'm I'm looking kind of, I'm kind of feeling myself right now. (laughs) But you know, it's, it's, it's mostly diet. I've been eating healthier. I didn't eat healthier this weekend, though. I had me some. African food. I had me some igusu soup and fufu and I had a piece of pizza. I was on some bullshit this weekend, but I'm back on it. <laughs> but I'm looking good, y'all. I'm looking real good. I'm feeling good too. So I have been making time to take care of my body, working out. I do a lot of stuff. And then I'm working on projects. I'm doing a podcast and then I will be on other people's podcasts. And then I i got these writing projects. I got these books I have to get edited and get out. I decided just to edit my own books. I got to edit my own books and put them out. It's like, I am doing so much. And also, I'm doing my attunements of higher consciousness. And we on level nine, level nine twice a day. So I still have to find time twice a day to do that. Then I do my other spiritual practices and my magic. It's a lot that I do. So... If you gonna be with me, you gotta deal with me doing a lot, baby. I be doing a lot. I do. I don't know what to do with myself when I don't have anything to do. I don't. It's craziness. I don't know what to do with myself. But anyhow, um, yeah, I'm a lot. But the funny thing about me, though, is that I'm very easy to get along with. I don't argue much, if at all. Look, I pick my battles. I'm going to tell you a few times I don't like something. If I got to tell you a few times and you still doing the thing that I don't like, I might snap at you a little bit. After that, I'm just not going to deal with you. Now, if we've been together a while... And it's something that you be doing. You know, I can compromise. Like, there's certain things that just, that's just people. You know, like, I was with a man for, for a long time. There were things that he did that was just him. I couldn't stand it, but there were things that I can look past. But um, one thing that bothers me, it gets. And everybody has their one thing that gets up under their skin. One thing that gets up under my skin is no communication. That just, I hate it. And I'm not even the best with communication, but I communicate. You're going to hear from me. You know, even if it's every day or every other day, you're going to hear something. I'm going to raise my head up and be like, hey, no, that, that's grounds for dismissal for me. I'm telling you. Um. It just is. It. You gotta call me, or you gotta text me. Say hi. Fuck you, bitch. I'm alive. Something. But just to completely not communicate, that bothers me. It gets up under my skin. I haven't mastered that yet. Maybe there's some spiritual. I need to master because there are people where partners. They can go days without even looking at me. I I ain't one of them people. I have to have communication. And I think that's one of the things that, and there's probably some old insecurities that I'm working on. I'm pretty sure there's some abandonment issues that I'm working on. <laughs> but until then, yeah, that bothers me a lot. A lot more so than other things that should really bother me. That one does. I don't give a fuck. You can do what you want. into your phone. <laughs> I just, and I don't, and the crazy thing is, I'm not even clingy. I'm not going to call you much. I'm not going to be, I'm too busy. I'm not going to be in your face much. I'm not going to be up under you. Let me I take that back. I had my moments of clinginess. So basically, I can be hyper independent because I'm used to being that way. Hell, my mother raised me to be that way. And the crazy thing is she wasn't. I think, she, side note, I think my mother raised me to be like that because she had to depend on my dad and maybe from her perspective, and I'm not bashing my dad, my stepdad, but from her perspective, she felt like he didn't always treat her the best. I'll just say that from her perspective. I'm not speaking for mine because I wasn't in that relationship with her. But I think a part of her felt like he didn't treat her right. So one thing she has always told me from a very young, 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 young girl, Jasmine. Always have your own money, Jasmine. Always take care of yourself, Jasmine. If you get married, wherever y'all move, make sure you make enough to pay for where you live at. She always instilled that in me. Hell, she made me get a job when I was 12. She was just like, she used to go to this um, college and I would babysit there. And I would get paid up under the counter. Then I worked for the schools in the summertime. When I got pregnant with my son, I had my son, it was over. I worked one job during the school year and two jobs in the summer. And she took all of them checks to make sure he had everything he needed. She didn't leave me. She probably with a few dollars to go out with my friends here. And then she took out my money. So I would work during the day and I would work at McDonald's. I would, I would go to school during the day and work at McDonald's at nighttime whenever I went to school because I did skip half the damn time. I don't know how I graduated. It makes so bad. I was a good student, good grades. I ain't go. Um. Very book smart, but I I don't like school. I'm not gonna hold y'all. That's why all the doctors at my job are like Jasmine, you should go back. You need to be a nurse practitioner, you need to be a doctor. No, I hate school with the passion. I feel boxed in. But anyhow. And then in the summertime, I worked two jobs. I worked at Kings Island most summers. From um, I had one when I was 17, 16, 17, 18, and 19. I worked at King's Island in the summer. I worked at McDonald's um two. And then that's pretty much how I operated. So I always kind of took care of myself, you know, um, and had to fit for myself, but that's how she raised me. So I don't know why I be getting tired of it now. I'm mad, like, damn, I can't even find my fuck up, take care of me. Like, you should think, like, it's just natural for me to take care of myself. But when a person do come in and they do stuff, I don't even know how to receive it. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to receive it. I remember when I first met my kid's dad. He came in paying bills and paying car notes and filling tanks up and helping out with the kids and leaving me money in the I didn't know how to take that. I'm like, ooh, I should trust you. He was like, um, but he told me he's like, you're smart. And he was like, I'll get you through school. He said, um, I'll get you through school. And he did the first time. He got me through school. He did. Um, he 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 took care of me. And he got me through school. And he helped me with my kids, uh, which weren't his. He didn't have to. And he did get me through school. And I did help him through school, too. So it didn't go in bang. But anyhow, yeah, it's like, I'm weird, y'all. I'm weird. When I say I'm spiritual, I eat, sleep, drink. Everything is spiritual for me. You see, there's a statue right there. Like, I got, like, a whole little, little station over here full of statues, and it's, my room is, like, spiritual, everything. My whole house is. I've had, I've got altars, all types of shit over the doorways. I, that's just me. And the crazy thing is I always kind of been like that and just didn't know what I was doing. i always kind of been like that. And I've always kind of been interested in the occult. Every year for Halloween, since I was like five, I was a witch. (laughs) That's just me. So if you mess with me, you ain't going to get no normal girl. And sometimes I go to church, too. So those spiritual dudes, them them revolutionary dudes, I can't believe it. You're going to church? Yes, I'm going to church today. You know, so you just never know which me you're going to get. But I'm at peace with that. I just feel like, um, you know, my heart ain't for the weak. It takes a strong person to um, handle and love me. And it's not by default. I'm just a strong person. You know? But I I have a big heart. And I remember um, at one point I sat down and I tried my best to dislike somebody. Like, I love somebody dearly. And I had took a moment to try my best not to love person. Um, Somebody I felt like uh, betrayed me. I tried my best. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to hate this person. It'll make life much easier just to hate this person. And I just don't have it in me to to hate people. I just don't. I won't mess with you. I'll pull back. I won't deal with you, but I can't hate you. It's just not my blood. I could be cordial, speak to you, hug you, check on you every blue moon is still not full with you but the love if if I come to the conclusion that I love you I just do it doesn't change it 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 don't it doesn't mean anything for me I think I kind of learned that from um I always been like that I always kind of been like that but I think I kind of really understood or learned how I really felt what how it really meant to um, love somebody was through um, my mentor, Master Sai. We had a lot of moments where, you know, um, though he was a master in his own right, um, he had his days. You know, he would call it um, one percent human, one percent human, and. He would call me and he would say some very hurtful things. And we wouldn't speak for months. But in those months that we wouldn't speak, he never let me forget that he loved me. That was the text, I love you. I love you. And I just could never, I could never hate him. I mean, some of the stuff he said was right. But some of the stuff I still don't understand to this day. And that's cool, but even my abuser, I don't hate him. I still speak when I see him. Hell, we're neighbors. He live right down the damn street. I'm cordial. I'll speak. Now, look, I ain't going to no family get-togethers. I ain't eating dinner with him and his wife, but, you know, I'll speak. That's about it. So, (laughs) it's weird Um, sometimes. I just be wondering like why, I don't know. I just don't, my mom was like that. And people used to hurt her so bad. I mean, the stuff that we saw done to my mother from my stepdad's family, from him, shit from us, shit that we did, I am not excluding myself. I was not the best daughter. I did a lot of, baby, she was just always this loving person, always. She's just, she's just always this ball of love. My mom, I mean, I remember one time, my brother, girlfriend, the one I spoke about last episode, um, the one I almost had to fight with. Shoot on my mom. She busted my mama windows. She fucked up my mama car. I mean, some of the stuff she did to my mother because she was mad at my brother. I mean, she would go over there and tear up my mama's she would cuss my mom out, call her all types of, of bitches, threaten to hurt her, all types of stuff. And if that girl was ever hungry, she can always come to my mom's house get some food. Matter of fact, um, and I'm gonna speak highly of her. She's doing really well right now. You know, people do transform, and people do do better. So I will say that she's doing well right now. Um, but she went through a hard part, a hard part of her life just like I did or anybody else where I was lost. So don't judge her for that. But she lost custody of her children. And I mean, she only had, my mom only had one grandkid with her, which which was um, my my brother. I'm sorry. My daughter just came in. But um, my mom took custody of all her kids and kept her kids for like six months. And no, the government did not give my mom a check. She didn't get nothing. She kept them kids for free. She didn't get no extra food stamps. She didn't get extra nothing. She made it happen. So I think I have my mother's heart. And I don't know how to be any other way. I don't know how to, um, you know, be vengeful or hateful. I can be a little petty now. But I don't know how to be like that. Sometimes I hate it because people take advantage of it. People take advantage of the fact that um, I'm different. But it always forces me to look at myself because I allow people to do it. (laughs) One thing I can actually say that even though I have my mother's heart, I am not my mother. Um, I'm a lot more feisty than she was. Um, I'm a bit more temperamental than she was. Um, So I don't put up with too much. I'll beat your ass for real. I ain't going to hold you. But I'm evolving. (laughs) I'm evolving, y'all. I'm evolving. But, you know, one thing my spiritual journey has taught me is to set boundaries. You have to set healthy boundaries with everyone. Set boundaries with the people that you love. Set boundaries with your friends. Set boundaries that people with people that come into your life because if you don't, people will drain the hell out of you and you will be left with nothing. Nothing. You will be left with nothing. When my mother died, she had she had nothing left. I mean, she had nothing. And I just I told myself that that couldn't be me. She had gained weight. She was over four hundred pounds. She was unhealthy. She gave up. Imagine my mom was very modest because she used to dance. She sang on Broadway. She just gave up. I just told myself they couldn't beat me. She stopped traveling. She stopped living. If you allow people, people will drain you. They will you. Look, and people get offended when I say this, but it's true. Your kids will drain you and fuck you up more than anybody else would, especially your adult children. And I found myself in this cycle feeling bad because I wasn't the best parent growing up. I let them older kids that they think they'll do whatever they want to do. They will they will tear my ass up. I'll be broke before bills are paid, sending money, sending money. I probably for my son's first two years of college, I probably funded all his parties. He don't ask me for money anymore. He's kind of more independent now I probably funded funded every night he got drunk and and (laughs) threw up and passed out every hotel he got with one of his little girlfriends whatever he was doing I probably funded that I mean when I say calling me every day give me $20 $30 $50 $100 and then when you say no it's bringing up the past oh you were you you this and you were never there and you didn't come to any games and you were always working and you don't care about us and you don't love us and you know, you fall into that guilt trap. I I had to make peace with myself with that, you know, and I had to set some healthy boundaries. So I do support them. I still help them. I still send them money. I still help my daughter with my grandson all the time. I still support her. I still support my oldest son and all the other ones, but there are boundaries. They don't get everything they want from me anymore. So set healthy boundaries with the people that are around you and people that love you. Because if you don't, They'll take advantage of you. Healthy boundaries. You know, love them. But some people you have to love from a distance because if you don't, they'll hurt you. Anyhow, I think i rambled enough about this journal entry. Um, I'm really just journaling on my heart because um though I want to make sure the love that I give to others is genuine, and the love I want to receive is genuine, and the love I want to attract is genuine. I don't want to hurt myself too badly at the same time. But anyhow, I'm about to go to bed. Y'all, I'm tired. (sighs) I love you all. (laughs) I love you all. I hope you out here loving on yourself. I hope you're telling yourself in the mirror every day how much you love yourself. Give yourself a pat in the back because up until today, everything that you have ever been through, you've conquered. You've conquered it because you're still here. And that's something to celebrate. So you got a reason every day to celebrate. Every day you got a reason to celebrate. So don't forget to celebrate. I love you all. Enjoy your week. Until next time, and, I, you know, y'all like my story times, too. I'm noticing that the episodes where I give little story times, they're getting more views. So, hmm, I'm going to share more story times with y'all. No, I mean, I don't, I ain't afraid to tell all my business because I am who I am. Either you don't love me or hate me. So, I've been telling y'all my business. Y'all all up in my stuff. Y'all know me. So. I'm going to share some spicy story time with y'all. Y'all can see. (laughs) Anyhow, I love you all. I love you, love you, love you all. Y'all may be loving on yourselves like I be loving on y'all because I be loving on y'all. Make sure y'all loving on yourselves. Peace.